Okay, everybody ready? Here we go. <coughs> Ladies <Okay>. and gentlemen. <laughs> 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 okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Duggins and Dragnos, the Easter special. Yay! Ooh. I mean, it's, it's Easter. It's literally Easter on the day that we're recording this, which means it's going to have been more than two weeks since Easter when you're listening to this, if you're listening to this the day it comes out. So it's not going to be particularly seasonal, but we're doing it anyway. Hell yeah. As ever, I'm, I'm joined by my buddy, Chris. What's going on, bro? What's up? Uh, not a lot going on. Very excited that it's Easter. Uh, I'm going to tell you some fun Easter facts in just a second. I'm very I'm excited for that. Have you had a lot of chocky chock today? I've not had a lot of chocky chock today. I've been. Uh, my parents attempted to send me an egg, but it got lost. Oh. So, heartbreaking stuff. Yeah, I imagine that's going to cause a rift in your house for years to come. Um, I have to say I've so. been living in great shame today because I was going to have my egg at midnight last night. And then at 11 p.m., I was really hungry, so I got into it then. <laughs> and I haven't had any chocolate all day because I've been like, I could go and buy chocolate, but I just feel upset with myself anyway. So I'm punishing no. myself. You let yourself with, down. With no chocolate. To be sure. Um, and you've heard a little bit of extra voices today, so we'll start with the one that's just there. We've, we're joined by guests today. We're joined by my friend Kevin. Hello. Kevin. Hey, Kev. And we've been, <laughs> we're joined by my friend James. How are you doing, James? Hi. Hello, I'm James. You've kind of both been on this podcast in spirit before because we've used ideas that you've both had and then I plagiarized ideas. I plagiarized and formalized them them and reaped all the rewards while you've seen nothing. Um, But Kevin, I'm still waiting for the royalties to arrive. (laughs) As soon as we're monetized, you can you better believe you'll get your share of zero point zero zero four cents per stream. Um, Very cool. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Kevin had the idea for uh, a spell. Well, he he misused a real spell in Dungeons and Dragons and used it to play the entirety of Shrek Two at one point. I improved I said, a real spell. Thank you very yeah. much. And then afterwards, I was DMing that game. I thought this is not how that spell should work. So I'm <laughs> changing it all again. So we spent an episode working out the rules to a Shrek Two spell, and. Th- I believe the previous episode of this to come out, uh, James mm. invented yeah. a race called <laughs> Frubians as a concept. The Frubians. Flesh that out with Rory M. Spence. Yeah. You mostly How- got it right. You, you mostly <laughs> stuck to my artistic vision. What, what, do you have few. anything you, you need to call out now before we get into uh, this stuff? Yeah, I listened to the Frubian pod up. Uh, most of the theories regarding the Frubians were correct. However,. It is possible to create other sentient dairy beings. However, this practice is deemed cruel and in through main. Uh, as these beings do not live past a few years and live a life of pain and agony. So, cheesians and milkmen do exist, like suggested, but only in small numbers. Uh, however, every Frubian commune has, like Rory suggested, uh, a berserker, which is a guardian of the commune. Creating a berserk cult, which is like a Yakult berserker. It's a difficult process, very dangerous, because you need no magic spells, and if you get it wrong, it will explode. I'm going to read it really fast now. <laughs> Killing any nearby Frubians, <laughs> and as such is carried out mainly by elder Frubes. Berserkles are mute, but are treated well uh, by the Frubians and fed more. 
and then I have a picture of a Berserk cult, and then a uh, Milkman, which don't have any skin, so mm-hmm. they're in pain all the time. And then the Cheesians' organs are exposed because they're like Swiss cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah you sent a picture of like a Swiss cheese man with like a liver just jutting out of one of the Swiss yeah. cheese holes. It was good stuff. Oh, no. Um, I'm yeah. out of seeing that. Thank I- you very much. <laughs> what a- I wanted okay. to come in there because my my first fact about Easter, mm-hmm. uh, I had no ideas for things to divine for Dungeons and Dragons, so I just looked up things about Easter. Uh, and um, a- as you'll be aware, Easter is always on on Easter Sunday, uh-huh. uh, which Except which makes it a movable time. feast. Uh, it's not like Christmas, which falls on a specific date every year. Mm. Uh, it, it falls on the the first Sunday. Uh, of April. And the term for that is movable feast, which I thought was particularly interesting given we designed a, a sentient feast that could, of course, move around, have its own actions last week. Um, so I think in a way we've already done an Easter episode. <laughs> that was the loosest fucking... I was really looking forward to where that was going and I feel is really it? underwhelmed. <laughs> it it's not getting any better. <laughs> Actually, maybe it is. The next, the next Easter fact is... Very exciting. I don't know. What we Do we have... need to wait until you have an extremely loose segue into the yeah. Easter fact? We... I think that's probably for the best, uh, yeah. yeah. I think that works. Our, our one is sort of like loosely yeah. Easter-based, so it won't. you will still be able to enjoy it if you're not yeah. listening at Easter. We've taken that into consideration. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's so spring-themed. Far... <laughs> okay. Vaguely? Please hit me with spring? your spring-themed idea. Well, there's, um, there's quite a few. The, 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 I, I think the best segue into it, like starting light, uh, very easy, is the Chet Hanks class. Yeah. Uh, we came up with. <laughs> um, I missed so that. The, one. What did you say? The, the Chet, Chet Hanks. The Chet Hanks. The Chet Hanks Chet, class. Chet the Chet Hanks. Hanks class, right. Is this why you told me to Google Chet Hanks the other day to make sure I would get this joke when it comes up on the st- on the podcast? Yeah, I just wanted to make sure you knew who he was. Cool. Well, now I know who he was, but I still have no idea where you're going with this. So that's exciting. <laughs> who he was? Has Chet Hanks died? Chet Hanks is... Has the light gone from this world? <laughs> He's dead to me. All right, so what's your idea? The commemorative Chet Hanks class. <laughs> he has not died. Just so we call this episode "Rest in Peace, Chet Hanks" for no reason. <laughs> to be honest, Kevin was being a bit silly, uh, suggesting what? the Chet Hanks class. I originally suggested the Tom Hanks class because, like, today was like uh, something to do with Apollo thirteen. What was it? <laughs> was it the day Apollo thirteen came oh, back, yes, or was it yes. something to do with the film? So the day. The day this releases on April seventeenth yes. uh, will be when when Apollo thirteen came Very back cool. into Earth's atmosphere. So yeah. there you go. We have essentially linked into that through the Chet Hanks. Yeah. I guess it's more of a Tom Hanks class with a Chet Hanks yeah. subclass. And I need to ask now: Do okay. you have any more ideas beyond and this idea beyond Chet Hanks class? Or is, <laughs> is that it? is it the name Chet Hanks class? Well, I mean, there's well, it's the Tom Hanks class with the Chet Hanks subclass, yeah. so that's two okay. separate ideas. It, it's a we, it's, this is pretty in depth. This isn't just something we've done okay. in like yeah. five minutes or anything. We definitely didn't do it in like 
yes and no. Good. Uh, I, I don't actually have anything written down for that, so I'm not really sure how much more there is to that. <laughs> you know, before this episode started, um, Chris was like, I don't have any ideas. And I said, oh, don't worry. I don't have any ideas either because I know that James and Kevin are going to cover this with a lot of weird ideas. Oh, don't worry. We've got the weird, we've got good shit that we've thought about. Oh, okay, good. I, I, okay, I, good. I chose like the worst idea to open. Well, if we on. could just continue to delay that for as yeah. long as possible, yeah, I'd like these, these fleshed out any ideas. Other, that'd be great. Because the idea of a Tom Hanks class, I you know, I was expecting maybe because he. What did Chet Hanks say? It's it, it's white not an Easter summer. class to me. He's, yes, he, he said it's going to be a white boy summer on Instagram. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so, so I think we should come back to this on the June episode. That's a good point. Okay. Okay. So mark it on your calendars, everybody, and tweet us okay. incessantly when we forget to do that. When we're properly um, into summer. That's a good idea. What What are you? What else you guys got? Okay. Okay. I've got... It's it, It's a bit of a turn from that one. Are you familiar with the idea of a kitsune or a nine-tailed oh, fox? Oh, this one's interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes I'm familiar with fox. the concept of nine-tails, the Pokemon. Yeah. So foxes are like a kind of springtime type of animal and um so we're going with the nine-tailed fox the kitsune and they have this like ability in the myths and stuff uh where they can like transform into different things so what we have is a kitsune butt plug where if you insert the butt plug you can transform that's that's sick in my opinion I, I, my idea was shit. I, I, I just had a foxtail book plug, but Kevin expanded upon yeah. it and made it. He has, he has made it a better idea than a foxtail butt plug, which would be yeah. a good thing to do on this D and D homebrew podcast. Now there exists a foxtail butt plug. Very DMs cool. around so, the world needed us to tell them. Well, this would be a great segue into Chris's porn corner if you have anything, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Chris's porn. No, not a lot on that area, unfortunately. Thank you for listening to Chris's Porn Corner. Although, you know, I'm going to keep buttering up this second fact. When it comes, you are going to be... I'm excited. Rock hard, crying Oh, it's an actual thing. Bubbling in your seat. Um, he has. So uh, you you might you might have heard me laugh when Kevin described a fox as a spring am- animal. <laughs> yes, I think that's a weird description. <laughs> um, given that, like all animals, they live yeah. the year round. Well, you know, no, th- these ones. I felt I felt the need to Google I mean... do foxes die in winter, and they don't. <laughs> nah, they don't. but like they give birth in spring or whatever. They're like out and about. Okay. Well, there you go. I don't have don't a reason. They? I, I think they give birth in spring. I don't know. Sound. Love I it. I think we can does. all agree, though, they are a springtime kind of animal. Maybe awesome, though. Let's, like, they're around grass and forests and stuff. All the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are around grass and forests and stuff. I'm convinced. A butt plug that turns you into a nine-tailed fox. Yeah. So wh- well, it gives you the what- properties of, like, or the abilities of a nine-tailed fox. And it obviously and what- is a butt plug with, like, it's one of the tailed butt plugs where it has nine of them. Okay. Yeah. So what What are the, adva- what are the, the advantages of being a nine-tailed fox? Well, no, you can shapeshift into anything using that, because they can shapeshift into anything. You can shapeshift into anything. into anything? Yeah. Into anyone. Okay, so- 
So this is a much more. Or is powerful. it anything? Maybe I don't know. It's pretty. Funny. So uh, 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 are we designing the relevant piece of assware, or the class that can don the assware and become anything? Yeah, because what I was thinking is this is quite um, reminiscent of like a werewolf, and what I was going to build Ooh. was you know the like Kitsune monster that you can turn into upon insertion of this butt plug into your bum. Um, but if it doesn't work, yeah. like so, a kitsune is a creature that can transform into literally anything. Is that what you said? Um, I, I don't know if it's specifically literally anything or any person, but right. the idea is in like myths and stuff, they would transform into different people and disguise themselves as humans. I do quite like that as an idea that it's like a the ultimate disguise item is it can make you perfectly look like someone else, except for. They have a nine-tailed butt plug-in, so I, I like I a. I like the idea <laughs> yeah, yeah. of like a culture where these are relevant things. Mm-hmm. And whenever, whenever people are like discussing sensitive material, or whenever like the president shows up for something to talk about a secret project, they have to be like, "I'm sorry, sir, but you know the protocol. We have to inspect your asshole right now <laughs> and make sure you're not an imposter." Mm. I feel that's fair. Like yeah. it's not overbearing, then, you know. It's not overpowered. Consider that everybody just lifts up your skirt and has a look. Yeah. The nine tails are always oh, going gosh. to jail, but because you know it's the butt plug and it's you can't get rid of that bit. But the rest of you can train. Like the, the nine tails stay when you put in the butt plug, whatever yeah. you change to. So you're always going to have those nine tails. So if anything, it would be like the tip of the butt plug has the magical properties. Yeah. Do these? How do you think these are like how how powerful are these items with themselves? Because I think there's kind of two ways you can do this. Yeah. Is one is that it's like a legendary item. There's mm-hmm. like one to five in existence ever, and they have endless use, and they can make you look like anyone. Or there are things that are relatively easy to craft, um, but they're very like, limited in like time. Yeah, so you like have to demand it. Maybe you have to use. Um, you know, hair from the person you want to turn into or something mm-hmm. as part of one of the tails or something. And then you can use, they, then they could be like one time use for one person. And then they could be things that your players could actually craft themselves for use in silly situations. Uh, but they are much less powerful, therefore, than um, otherwise stated. And what do we prefer? I feel like, I mean, they are legendary creatures, so. They are mythical. Yeah, they are like from Japanese myth. I believe yes but i think we've strayed from the idea that this actually turns you into one of those foxes now hmm. this, this, this is a magic item in its own right were they originally going to turn you into the fox itself no i thought it was yeah you're changing the not carlos selling lies of the podcast trying to slander us it's impossible for me to slander us it's, it's, <laughs> this is my podcast um so i am you Judge have no Jerry character to defame and executioner and i will kill you if i need to say it that way. Um, <laughs> it's not really <laughs> slander our reputation is pretty low anyway so can't go much slower yeah no one's gonna call me out on this i reckon um so yeah what what else is there anything else we want to specify about this item which do we do we prefer do we like the one legendary item or do we like something that the players can craft I think I, I, I find it funnier if, like, a single legendary item that is, like, acclaimed and is, like, 
Super Rail happens to be a book. Yeah. That is funny to me. That is very funny. I As agree. opposed to it being like a sword or a staff or some normal DM, it's a butt clock, which, yeah. You wouldn't want too many people with them either. This is a powerful thing. What if, eons ago, mm-hmm. these creatures existed in our setting, mm-hmm. um, and maybe, you know, they had this ability they could shapeshift. Might have even and... been a race. Like a, like a... The Katsunians. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, re- I reckon probably people would have been, you know unhappy with these things existing because of the inherent power of them and like went on a pogrom you know like killed them all and now all that exists is like a relic of theirs that gives you their power that's and cool that's what yeah. the butt plug is yeah i dig that yeah so if you if you're going I'll to have it. players if you're going <laughs> to have players retrieve this item then maybe they need to go into um you know, some sort of ancient kitsune ruin mm-hmm. or something. Am I saying that correctly? Kitsune? Kitsune. Yeah. Kitsune. I think um, I'm just basing it off of, like... Let's oh, just go with Kitsune. translates into nine-tailed butt plug. Who'd what are guess? the odds? It does. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, that joke really landed. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. Uh, so... In that case, I think there's not really much more to say about this. What do we... I feel like it's got a... It needs a, um... It needs a more fantasied, zhuzhed up name than the nine tailed butt plug. The plug of nine tails? Yeah, that works. <laughs> Though it uh, kind of sounds like it's a Pokemon thing now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nona gone up your ass. Say that again, Christopher. <laughs> I don't want to. No, you're going to. Yeah, it's on, on record Nona... once, so oh, either you say it now or I'll just cut it back in. <laughs> <laughs> Nonna, gone up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> How about like just nine tail butt plug, but the nine is in Roman numerals, so it's more uh, uh, old and uh, fantasy ish. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that makes. And sense. that could lead to some hilarious shenanigans where you go yeah. around asking people for the nine tail butt plug, and they're like, eventually it turns out, like, oh, he means the X tailed butt plug. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, why didn't you say so from the start? That's what it's called in all the legendary texts. I guess uh, clearly, I feel like nine wasn't the part mm-hmm. that I had mm-hmm. that I was looking for. An more the fact that it was nine though. tails is a poke. Was- so that whole kind of bit. I guess you could go the plug of the ninth tail. <laughs> oh, I like it was that. The fact that it was a butt plug, but I like that. That's perfect. <laughs> no, that the plug good. of the ninth tail is great. Oh, um, and there can be a clan of the Ninth Tail who are protecting the oh, ancient temples. Oh, this, this oh. is fantastic stuff. That sounds fantastic. I want to run like this it. campaign now. I want to draw this. If anything, this is too good, because, like, can you imagine that you do all this, like, high-concept fantasy stuff, <laughs> but you are still just getting a butt plug? <laughs> I, I, I feel pretty satisfied on that front. Yeah. Any, anyone else got anything else to say about the, the, the plug of Nine Tails? Of oh, the sorry, the plug of the Ninth Tail. tail. Which is much Ooh. better. I, I shot down the one I said. Yeah. Silly. <laughs> okay, well, I guess... Uh, have you boys got any other ideas? We have two we have, ideas. We have quite a number of them. Yeah, if you can give us a brief synopsis of each, then we can uh, hone in on the best one. Hippity hoppity harem fans. Uh, they'll let you, like, hop over the opponent's head for, like, a sneak attack. Um, okay, nice. St. Bridget's Cross Throwing Stars. <laughs> uh, or shurikens, whatever you want to call. Yeah. Um, Kevin will be able to elaborate on this one. Uh, I just have the Sean the Sheep spell. Yeah, yeah. 
um, do a spell that convinces someone for a short period of time that they are the farmer in Sean the Sheep. <laughs> and that everyone else around them are the, like, the farm animals and that they have to... And specifically in Sean the Sheep, not like a different type of farm. It's Sean the Sheep. Because, you know, it's, sheep is after... Is Sean the Sheep Kevin particularly relevant to Easter? Is this it's just something you really wanted to talk about? It's sheep and spring. That's, that's okay. what I got. More general spring ideas. Cool. Okay. The Sean the uh, Sheep spell. The Fraggle Rock. I have no idea why that's there. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, an interesting one. Uh, Frank the Familiar. Ooh, that's yes. kind of interesting. So, okay, talk uh, to me about Frank the Familiar. Have you seen... Donnie Darko. No. Watch Donnie Darko. Okay, um, we're going <laughs> to take a break for two and a half hours, uh, yeah. and we're all going to watch Donnie Darko together, and then we're going to come back. So, break now? Yeah, no problem. And we're yeah, back. Yeah. I have watched all of Donnie Darko. Um, what? So, elaborate on your idea. I think I have an idea based on you know, what I just are, saw. Are you okay. aware of like the the kind of image of that bunny, the like uh, other kind yes. of bunny suit thing in Donnie Darko? He's spooky. Yeah. So that's yeah. Frank, and yeah. um, the it is kind of like a summoning spell, I guess, where um, you summon Frank, and he's not particularly damaging. But he's just, like, ever pursuing the person. You, you summon him and he targets a sp- person. And he does, like, very little damage. He does, like, one or two damage every two or three turns. It's real slow amount of damage. But he's invincible and they cannot get rid of them. <laughs> so, wow. So, I guess in a war of attrition, Frank the Familiar will always win. Yeah. I feel like we could, obviously, the fact that it's, like... It, may, it doesn't have to be a permanent spell. It can be for, like, a couple of hours or as long as you're in combat with them. That or maybe even, like, yeah, yeah, some sort of time span. Or it can be forever. Either way. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Until um, they die. Well, like, yeah. So I, I like the idea of putting yeah. a limit on it. Because even if it does do fuck all... Um, being invincible forever is too powerful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for any character. Um... <laughs> So yeah, like if you get to like level five, maybe you can summon this, yeah, and oh. it it can do like one point of damage every turn, which is nothing, but does something mm-hmm. and can't die for for an hour. So mm-hmm. I think I think see it's I I don't even remember much from Donnie Darko. That kind of persistent. What do you mean? We um, just watched it. Oh, it's very fresh. <laughs> I know in my it's mind. real quick, but my memory just goes real quickly. Um. To be honest, even if you've just watched Donnie Darko, you'll probably not remember anything from Donnie Darko. Yeah, I can attest to that. I feel like I've forgotten the whole thing. It's been like 20 seconds and I've forgotten that. And if if someone asked me to describe Donnie Darko to them, I would say Donnie Darko is a 2001 American science fiction psychological thriller film written and directed (laughs) by Richard (laughs) Kelly and produced by Flower Films. Yeah, Yeah, the fact that Flower Films were heavily involved was seared into my memory uh-huh. but uh, the, the <laughs> finer details that is that did stand out to me when I was watching <laughs> uh, alright any any other ideas on your sheet there <laughs> oh this next one's cool 
I don't, I don't think Kevin was excited. That's exciting to me. Yeah, uh, daffodil mage. So he grows daffodils really <laughs> fast. So they like spike up through the but ground, like impaling you. But it's daffodils. I think that'd be sick. So yeah. not that rigid. Like, like just really strong, razor sharp. So if you're daffodils. stood inside, you can effectively do nothing. I mean, they're these are these are like fucking. These are pretty fancy daffodils. These are pretty good. They're, they're like spike okay. up through the floorboards. Just as long as there's soil underneath the building you're in. Okay. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're on the second floor or something, it's going to be difficult. Like they're going to have more distance to cover. Um, well, I suppose it could be a good spell, but I think there's a lot of spells that effectively do this already, but not specifically with daffodils. Um, if it was a class, it was a you know a mage that does specifically this. We'd have to think of more uses for fast-growing daffodils. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it could be used like a beanstalk if it grows uh, real fast and real big. Ooh. Very cool. To go to the... To go to... To go to the, to the castle in the sky where the giant lives, is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Oh, we the have The omnipresent castle yeah. in the sky where the giant lives in every D&D setting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, that would be enormously That's useful sick. in a campaign that featured one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you often want to get up high. Yeah. You know, that's, that's yeah. not an uncommon situation. Sure. For doing like a diving yeah. knife attack or something. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I suppose that. You they fucking be... saw Game of Thrones, Carl. It's very important to be able to do a diving knife attack. Yeah, exactly. I ought to like push someone off of a really high height. Like... <laughs> also true. Also true. Uh, a class that <laughs> is a scaffold window, to push people off of from yeah. a very high height. That's, that's an interesting. Okay, one. good. Next. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, let me find one that looks interesting. Oh, so expanding upon the Fruvian lore, uh, the goose that laid the master fruit. So it's the origin. The master, of the master fruit is not a cultured yogurt. But is in fact an egg. No, it's still a cultured yogurt. A goose laid a cultured yogurt in an eggshell. Yeah. No, in a food in a food casing. Uh, That makes a lot more sense. I don't know why I asked. I feel like this various theories. It's like the, it's another Frubian god. So some Frubians worship the 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 culture of the Uh the bacteria, and others believe that. Uh, the goose is more important. That makes sense. It, might, it could be like... <laughs> anyway, that's where... It could be like okay. when Moses had to get the Ten Commandments yeah. and everyone else was like, yo, what if we melt all of our gold into a calf and then worship this golden statue of a calf? I think that's fucking sick, bro. And then right, they did Kevin. that. Yeah. Those are the same thing. Yeah. It's really applicable to this situation. It's Easter, so that's kind of do it. <laughs> Jesus, sort of. It's religion. <laughs> it is Easter, after all, so we should do the goose that lay the master fruit. <laughs> yeah. Because it's Easter and Jesus. I mean, Otherwise, we wouldn't have done it, but it's Easter. <laughs> So, is Ernie's <laughs> more prominent? In I don't know. What the fuck? 
fuck I mean, do you I think mean egg hunts are the east of it. They lay eggs. They, and egg they do song. lay eggs. They can't be denied. Um, I want the geese specifically on Easter thing. I'll be honest. Wait, wait. Maybe uh, I'm got that, that was a that was a silly idea. I'm gonna amend that. Goose that laid the master through bracket in an okay, egg. There we go. Good, good, that good. Makes sense. Now I'm on board. Sorry, I, 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 I it was a ridiculous idea. I met some geese them, the other day. They were very they, they loud. Make sense, though. They didn't like me being near them. Did they like? I'm gonna be honest. That's my story. After you, after you butted up that Easter fact for so long, I'm pretty underwhelmed. <laughs> How dare you treat that like it was the second Easter fact? <laughs> uh, any more ideas? Oh, yeah, I have a lot of ideas. This okay. one's sort of cool, actually. It, it's it's sort of... Is it serious? I don't know. It sort of is. So there's like a, a quest to defeat the Easter Bunny, who is evil. And uh, along the quest line, there's like a bunch of hidden eggs, and the eggs have various pieces of armor in them. And if you get to collect like all the individual bits of armor, like you're you're more powerful for the final quest. You like, uh, oh no! Like if you have all the armor, you get like a bonus. That is that is good, but it's not entirely dissimilar to something that we did last year for the Easter special, uh, where we made a, a <laughs> maze for the Beaster Bunny to reside in, which is a oh, that's a much better name. Reviving <laughs> or fallen. Your fallen pieces. <laughs> Be- beast, beast, bunny. No, that, that, that's <laughs> no thought is going into that. Evil Easter. No, bunny. no. That that's, has a lot no, more nuance. Has a lot more nuance. Like it, respect know. my intelligence here. It's the evil bunny. The evil bunny. That's even better. Exactly. It just rolls off the tongue. Just so much better. Than <laughs> Good. 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 Yeah, I, think, I think we could uh, all agree. Um, anything else? <laughs> I do. I have a lot, a lot of other things. Oh yeah, I have no idea what this was. Kevin had did something I? about like a young chicken state. I forget this. It was so. It was something to do with anime or something. There was some guy in an egg or something, and he had a yolk chicken state, which prevents him from dying or something. <laughs> oh yeah. Ah, what the fuck are you talking this about? This one confused yeah. me. Okay. Me. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's Easter, Chris. Chris, Easter. I can't, I can't remember. It's the Easter special. We're doing the- a yeah. man had a yolk state in the anime. Yes. A yolk chicken state, thank you very much, yeah. in an anime, and therefore we should adapt that to D&D for our Easter episode. Uh, I mean, what else I remember what that was, but it wasn't an idea for this. Can't- was that no. just a separate conversation <laughs> no, really? you'd oh, had? And James oh. wrote it down for this podcast. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I was told repeatedly oh, that there were two pages of ideas. <laughs> the, I've the, heard at the, most the five lines. <laughs> well, I have lots of doodles <laughs> on the pages. <laughs> <laughs> and my handwriting sucks. There's the goose that laid the golden frubian, which is <laughs> the golden master fruit. <laughs> yeah, uh, based on how warm. I have a lot of writing on this, but not many ideas. There's the spring of truth because it's spring. Uh, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how much. No, I want to talk about the spring of truth because it's spring. Everyone just tells the truth in spring? No, so I I imagine it's like an actual mechanical spring, you know, like you're having a pen. And when people hold that, it's like, you know how Wonder Woman has her lasso of truth? It's a spring of truth, yeah. If yeah. people bounce off the spring of truth, then they go plummeting into the sky and just yelling the truth as they do it. 
Oh, I was thinking it has like a pogo stick kind of string. So if you need to get some information out of someone, you need somehow for them to land you on the screen to bounce on a and be stick. launched into the air, at which point they will spew confessions yeah, out no, into the it's world. It's not as hard as you're making it sound. You just put yeah. it on the floor in front of them. No, no, I think it sounds go, like great. Where are you keeping the captives? And then you push them and they go, yeah, they're in the pool. And then they land in the pool as well, going splash so that you didn't hurt them, which you can follow them too. I think I've become as delirious as these note pages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sleep deprived. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I wouldn't normally just scream at an idea I didn't understand, but it was really stressing me out, the fucking chicken yolk man. <laughs> I, I was very confused by that one, actually. It sounded sort of interesting, though. I just Oh, I don't think either of us claimed that it didn't sound interesting. <laughs> I had an idea just stolen directly from Okay. Uh, what one? The cherry blossom one. It's like... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's Byakuya from... Okay, what, what's the cherry blossom idea? It's like a sword that uh, shatters into like a million pieces and just like sort of floats through the idea like... Uh, through the air, like um, cherry blossom petals and like slices you up. And wow, you. okay. That's horrible. Um, how can we make it more yeah. Easter-y? <laughs> I'll, I'll, well, well, it was more like a spring. Like, like there's what if instead... Of it being a sword, it's an Easter egg, and the pieces of the Very Easter cool. egg, when you break the Easter egg, get Ooh. really sharp and float through the air so and cut you up and kill you. And an Easter exactly. egg grenade. That'd be cool. Alright, so is that like a, a legendary item as well, or is that something people, like, if they just put a spell Aww. on a normal Easter egg, then it can turn into fragments of very sharp, floaty, sentient chocolate? So that can be just a normal thing. I, I feel like just it, an yeah, Easter themed shrapnel grenade. Nothing special. Okay. So you're <laughs> suggesting an egg with no magical properties, just an, an Easter egg, egg yeah. with sharp bits of metal in it that people throw at people. But in D and D, because it's an egg, so it's Easter. Yeah. Okay, we've officially made Ooh, two things today was on like, the podcast. Uh, then, yes. Woo! Imagine if it was like an egg you throw. Do you remember that episode no. of Mythbusters where they have like the thing that shot, like, like you throw it and it like it, it, it's a, it's like a spring blade frisbee thing that like chops off your head. I think all that, of no. the Easter eggs should have a spring in them mm. because spring. Oh yeah, very cool. What what do we call the Easter egg grenades? Uh, Easter egg grenades. <laughs> no no no, that's not good enough. <laughs> Um, You're going straight to shell. Good, good. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. No, got no, no, no got more it, ideas. James. No more. Got that's, it. that's it. Pom. Um, oh, you know the way like grenades are like named after pomegranates. What? I didn't. It's it's like pom de grenade or something. Pomegranate. Okay, that's fine. I, I don't know. It, it, it's like French for pomegranate. But pom egg granite. Grenade the, apple? Pom this, egg granite. And it's yeah. a chocolate egg. Oh, there's, there's no point with my second Easter fact if you just drop in solid gold like that. <laughs> <laughs> just out of the blue. That, I, that, that is that's pretty good. Uh, okay, so, so far we've made 
I've forgotten. <laughs> I've forgotten what the whole first thing was. Oh, the kit, the the plug Kitsune. of the ninth tail. Oh yes, the plug of the ninth tail, uh, a butt plug that can help you shape shift. Um, guarded by the clan of the ninth tail, descended cool. from murdered Kitsune victims. Um, we've made. An Easter egg grenade. Um, we've added to the lore of Frubians that there is a golden goose out there that apparently laid the first Master Frube. Yes. We've got Frank is... the Bunny summon. Yep, we've got Frank the, f- the Familiar. That's a summon. Sick, but I don't know if I just think that's sick with all I've done either, but <laughs> I have a little drawing of Frank. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Uh, we'll put follow us on Twitter and Facebook at, at Dragnose Podcast and we will tweet out James's drawing of Yo, Frank the One of the arms is too long though. I hope that's okay. And like that's he doesn't fine. really have any toes or anything. But if we get a lot of replies to that tweet saying the arms are too long, I'm going to unfriend you on all of our platforms that we are on together. Pretty cool. And um, there was another thing that I've missed. What did I uh... Oh there was the I don't know if we decided to do it, um, but there was a sunflower mage, but making a beanstalk, and that became... Yeah, I'm going to say beanstalk. we did not touch on the, the amount of yeah. information that needs to go into making... It was a daffodil. The only bit of information I consumed was that it was a daffodil, but <laughs> right? it was a sunflower. <laughs> Kevin obviously didn't right. listen to the podcast. I think we've got time for one more golden idea that we can properly flesh out. Okay, wow. I'm out of ideas. I just have a, a drawing of a gear with a face on it. And okay, <laughs> good. good. <laughs> that can be part of them. Oh, the spring of truth. That was the other thing. The thing that yeah, makes people jump go. and tell the truth. The gear is a part of the... There's a gear with a smiley face that is part of the spring of truth. Yes. Good. Good, we did it. <laughs> Chris, do you want to hit us with the second Easter fact? How many Easter <laughs> facts did you have lined up? So, I just, I just find it really funny that there's a like actual presidential tradition of like gathering up some children and having them roll an egg down the White House lawn. What? Are you aware of the Easter egg like roll? Some children. So I don't know how they procure the children. Wikipedia specifies they're 13 and younger, but they don't go into the procurement process of the children. Which I find extremely suspicious. Just going to put that out now. (laughs) Dolly Madison, the wife of President James Madison, began the event in 1814, and hundreds of children brought their decorated eggs to join in games. Rolling Easter eggs was a popular annual custom in D.C., it's it's mental. It, there's a there's an image here of Barack it, Obama stooped over a child, encouraging them to roll their egg faster. Uh, I thought you said roll mental. in egg. I thought they had to like roll <laughs> anything like, like just normal. Eggs. Yeah, I also that heard was, that the first time. That, that, that was wild. even weirder to me. That was. Um, but also, is rolling an egg down a hill, an Easter egg down a hill, more mental than? hunting for chocolate eggs on Easter time because Jesus came back from the dead. Like, nothing we do at Easter makes any fucking sense. Sure, sure. I know, but nobody else Um, does this, though, so... 
I suppose like it's the fact that the literal president is always yeah. very involved that yeah, really yeah. gets me about it. It's weird. Like, there's Reagan sitting there, like, between just sprinkling crack on black neighborhoods. He was just <laughs> watching children roll some eggs down a hill, you know? I'd always say, yeah, the things that they get the presidents to do at seasonal times has always been kind of baffling to me. Like, the, po- <laughs> the, the pardoning a turkey every year. Who's yeah. that for? That turkey, does, that's I not guess. useful for anyone. Um, yeah, but what, where does the turkey go after? Is the turkey released into the wild to live with all the other wild turkeys that definitely exist and are happy out there? Well, I imagine it just goes back to a farm gets its head chopped off and is served off to someone else's yeah. house to be turkey. And I imagine that the president definitely May- still eats a fucking turkey on Thanksgiving anyway. What if they eat the same... What if they just pardon the turkey as a celebration thing and then... Just like a couple of hours later, that's the turkey they're eating. That would be fucked. Yeah, I, I would, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. I assume the whole thing was set up so that the Woody Harrelson film Free Birds could take place. <laughs> oh, that's a jo- yeah, that that's a sense. joke. That's not going to land for a fucking person besides me. <laughs> so, yeah, I haven't seen that. Watched... Masterpiece of modern cinema, to be sure. A... There is just one sentence I'd like to read you. Um, <laughs> In 1876, shortly after a particularly rambunctious Easter egg roll destroyed much of the lawn at the Capitol, (laughs) Congress passed a law making it illegal to use the Capitol grounds as a children's playground. Wow. I'm sorry, darling. That's an intense Easter egg roll. My Easter egg roll event has gotten too rowdy. (laughs) Too rambunctious. Too rambunctious. I'm afraid we no longer have the funds for Father's funeral. We're going to have to use it to restore the lawn. Um, cool, right. So, I think we've got a good, lot of good Easter work done here on Dungeons & Dragons, the Easter special. I strongly agree. Um, so, I'd like to thank our two guests, uh, James and Kevin. Do either of you have anything you'd like to, to plug here? No, I'd rather not plug any of my terrible music yet until I get back. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, Kevin, do you want to Instagram or anything? Nah. Okay, well, you thank you both for just coming on as my mates then. I'll share my Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm going to feel that out now. I'm going to share I my for- Instagram too. James F. O'Leary. So it's J-A-M-E-S-F-O-L-E-A-R-Y. Yeah. So cool. if be you want the, uh, me to notes. make an album cover or something for you, hit me up. Um, he does yeah. a very good job. Despite, I know if people listening to this don't, aren't aware of James's work, which I imagine will be most people listening to this, you've probably got this idea that he's not a very good artist based on the Frank. About Frank, whose arm is too long. Yeah. But he's actually an extremely talented artist, uh, as is Kevin. Is uh, there Kevin's a horrifying right. link on your Instagram, like from, from Zelda? Is there a what? horrifying link like a really oh there is I like 3D really printed uh, link with like a a nice buff bunch. link uh, he's real buff and he's got a big yeah. old bulge he's cool. actually yeah. made um I'm gonna yeah. plug something of mine and Chris's uh Chris and I are in a band together called Fake Dads and Chris uh James oh, yeah? did fashion the um the album art for one of our singles called I-H-I-W-C-S I hate it when you chat shit I think I missed the why there. Um, but yeah, uh, I, yeah, you fashioned that out of a picture you took of a sewer or something? I was in Ukraine and I went uh, like this on this urbexing 
tour and we're like in these uh, this disused underground sewer system thing and yeah I took a, an image of something weird underground like a wall and I like the texture of it and then I brought that into Photoshop a bit and made it look weird and added and now that's fake dad's text. official album art yeah. um, Kevin what's... I do have in a manner of speaking one parting not really a fact a bit of information really <laughs> the, the farmer from Shaun the Sheep was mentioned yes. earlier and it's, it's not a show I've ever seen so I, I, I looked him up on on the old seantheSheep.fandom.com. Um, I myself, am and I would like to, I'd like to tell you everything that's in his sort of dis- description on on the farmer's wiki. Oh. Uh, his species is human. His gender is male. His friends are Blitzer (brackets best friend, local dog, and farmhand), the naughty pigs (sometimes), Sean <laughs> and the flock. His enemies are the fox. The naughty pigs, bracket sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> Trump, Trumper, and the farmer's niece. I thought bracket, he stopped briefly. To, uh, Trump. Did he kill the the farmer's niece? I think that's his own niece. That seems to be the strong implication. He murdered the farmer's niece, right? She was not in his way for long. Would you say you have any enemies? Not anymore. <laughs> um, Kevin, do you want to plug your Instagram? Okay, it's Kev underscore Ryan underscore Art on Instagram. And hey, if you want to commission shit, I just, I just do kind of whatever. Um, I'll draw shit. I'll paint shit. It, I don't, I don't care. I'll just do shit. And I would yeah. like to thank the listeners who are definitely still listening up to this point. They definitely uh, for having such enormous cocks all the time. Just all Good of job. them, all the time. It's insane. It's all impressive. Right. See you. Thanks, everyone. See you thank next you. month. I should have been Bye-bye. in bed at least four hours Bye. ago. Bye. Love you. Bye.